Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Welcome to the Soul H2O radio and podcast show, your on-air ladies Bible study event. So it's a great time for you to grab a girlfriend, some coffee, tea or Coke and settle in for the next half hour. I'm your host, Sherry Stahl, founder of the Soul H2O blog, speaker and author of Water in the Desert and the Soul H2O Women's Devotional. My goal is to leave your soul refreshed each week as you listen to the Soul H2O devotion, dive in deep with the Bible study tools and tips segment, and listen to inspiring interviews with Christian authors, recording artists, businesswomen, and girls who just make this world a better place. Downloadable Soul H2O journal pages help you dive deep into the teaching segment and quench your spiritual thirst. They can be found on today's show notes at soulh2o.com slash 45, along with information about our guest. Today is titled, Bringing Your Soul Into Focus. We're talking with blogger and award-winning author, Melanie Stevenson, who candidly shares how God helped her focus on her soul health in a time of chronic pain. So, Let's dive in to today's Soul H2O devotion and get refreshed. I was first prescribed to wear glasses in grade 10. Since then, I've started going yearly for an eye exam. You know, that enjoyable experience when an optician or an ophthalmologist shines the brightest flashlight known to mankind into your eyes. Yeah, that one. Well, there's part of the examination that makes me want to laugh every time. You know the part when your doctor swings the phoropter, a big lens machine, in front of your eyes and through a series of examples shows you two different lens prescriptions and you're supposed to decipher which one helps you better read the Snellen eye chart. I've moved a lot of times, but no matter where I've lived, every eye doctor questions you the same way, and this is what makes me want to laugh since I was a child. Everywhere, doctors ask their patients, number one or number two? The same question a young child gets when traveling on a long car ride and they need to stop for a potty break. And now you know the silly side of Sherry. Well, at least one silly side, because there's lots more. This question of number one or number two and your answer is the process by which the eye doctor determines your prescription. They keep asking this question until finally you can see clearly when everything is brought into focus. The doctors can't prescribe you the proper lenses if you don't properly discern which lenses bring your eyesight into focus. You have to focus to decipher what brings you focus. That's almost a tongue twister. Let me say it again. You have to focus to decipher what brings you focus. I think it's time we begin regular examinations on our soul, like we do with our eyes. We need to start bringing our soul, that's our mind, our will, and our emotions, into focus in order to live healthy. In 3 John 1, 2, John says, Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. In some versions, it says, even as your soul is healthy. God wants your soul to be healthy, and your soul health really affects your health in every other area. 
Throughout the Bible, this message to love yourself and take care of your soul health can be found over and over. The Bible tells you to be good to yourself. God wants you to bring your soul into focus and practice soul care. I can see it in 1 Samuel 18 verse 1 when talking about the friendship between David and Jonathan. It says, Jonathan was bound to David in close friendship and loved him as much as he loved himself. The ending hit me. He loved him as himself. Jonathan loved David, but not more than he loved himself. So Jonathan loved himself. Those thoughts reminded me of Jesus' words in Mark 12, verse 31, when it says, Love your neighbor as yourself. And we know Jesus took time away to recharge from the crowds. Next, I thought about Elijah when he was suffering burnout. God didn't scold or tell him to pull up his bootstraps and get working. No. God led Elijah in 1 Kings 19 to days of soul focus and soul care. In the past two years, I've been growing in the understanding of the truth. 3 John 1 verse 2 teaches that you will only prosper as your soul prospers and you're in good health. You have to take care of yourself. This week, why not take time to review your schedule? Are you allowing enough time for soul care each day, each week? If you are, then pat yourself on the back and keep doing what you're doing. If you're not, then change your ways. You don't want to end up in breakdown mode as Elijah did. God wants you to be good to yourself. He's given you permission in his word and he's been the example himself. Now follow the Nike motto and just do it. Bring your soul into focus as clear as an eye exam and make it healthy. The communities, churches, and businesses that we love were built on a foundation of perseverance and on the backs of those who worked together. Because when we work together, we all go further. Right now, for a limited time, Joy Radio campaigns go further too. Call Patricia at 905-845-2821 and find out how you can receive 50% more on your Joy Radio commercial campaign. Connect with Joy Radio's growing network of GTA Christians and get 50% more for a limited time. Call 905-845-2821 to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. Well, our interview guest, Melanie Stevenson, is going to help you bring your soul into focus with today's discussion. This amazing mommy blogger turned award-winning author was born in England, but she has never lost her love of British tea and gardens. Welcome to the Soul Age Show radio and podcast show, Melanie. Thanks so much, Sherry. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah. Well, you know, do you often get back to England to see those little, those wonderful gardens? Well, yeah, all of my um, extended family is still in England. Just my immediate family immigrated when I was five. So we do go back fairly often. 
Yeah. But I don't hear an accent because you've been here for so long. <laughs> our That's our interview right. guest, yeah, our guest last week was born and raised in England and didn't move uh, to the United States until she was a full-blown adult with kids and everything. So her accent mm. is still very strong and she goes back quite a lot for business. Right. So um, she had a very strong English accent. But So well, you are a fully... I could put it on. <laughs> there we go. There we go. But, but you're definitely a Canadian girl now. You went to University of Waterloo as an English major and graduated with a Bachelor of Fine Arts. Um, I love your bio, how it says that uh, paper, canvas and dirt are your favorite (laughs) blank pages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I I, sometimes I have a hard time choosing. I think Mm -hmm. I spend almost equally much time in each. So yeah, in each. So on canvas, what do you do? Mm -hmm. Let the people know a little bit about Melanie. Yeah, sure. So um, mostly I do sort of modern with a twist of realism. It's kind of a uh, odd cubist style. So you'll just see sort of a, sh- uh, a image or shape shattered, then you'll be able to see realistic elements. So yeah, it's kind of neat. I just developed that style kind of when I was in university because I used to be really realistic and then they kind of broke me. there you go there you go Mm -hmm. university definitely changes us and then dirt so you are a gardener yeah uh definitely love gardening i i i'm basically just self-taught with trial and error we um when i was mid-20s we bought an old victorian home and it already had a perennial garden and i probably yanked out every single perennial thinking it was a weed come spring <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> but anyway stuff came up and then i just went from there and yeah i've learned a lot over the years so my house is full of i'm not i'm not the weird plant lady although i'm, I'm i might become that way but my my house is full <laughs> inside <laughs> with plants and uh definitely the gardens are full the gardens are full. And then mm-hmm. on paper, you have, you know, just had this incredible year, I guess, started last year, mm-hmm. where you published two books in one year, you know, your first year as a published author, and you go like, Oh, no, one book's not enough. Let's just do two. <laughs> well, yeah, um, I was sitting on the one book, to be honest, for many years. And uh, yeah. I wrote it when my kids were little. And because I was homeschooling for 18 years, I just knew that I wasn't going to be able to do that with four kids and publish. Mm -hmm. So I chose that. Um, And then when my youngest went to school uh, two years ago, I came out of the gate with the editing process for the novel. And then um, as as that one went to uh, back to the editor, I I got together my devotional uh, because I had been writing devotionals already for probably 10 years. And um, Mm -hmm. I had quite a compilation. So I decided to put out the first one, which is Trials. Um, And then uh, I'm hoping to make it a series under soul focus. So with the Mm -hmm. next one being fear, kind of based on, you know, how we overcome fear. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, you know, we haven't met physically yet i said we are electronic <laughs> friends at this point when you entered the, you know the word guild competition and and i'm glad you had struggles getting the form submitted and you had to contact <laughs> us and so i found out this girl melanie and i realized we have so many friends in common and and ministry in common and both of our books you know soul h2o soul focus are you know yeah. books that do help us 
to bring our soul in focus, which is the topic of today's discussion, but also getting people to help focus their soul through scripture. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I would love for you to share one of your Bible study tools and tips for the Mm -hmm. audience that would help them to get into God's word, something that helps you. Yeah. So, um, I kind of have a little agenda <laughs> when I sit down mm-hmm. with God. I I first read his word and kind of meditate on it. And then if something stands out to me, I grab my prayer journal and I write a verse down or I write what I feel like I've I've learned from it, mm. what God's kind of speaking. And then that prayer journal, I, I actually write out my prayers. And I've been doing that probably since I became a Christian when I was 18 and I have stacks of journals. But those journals are wonderful because they're a documentation of God's faithfulness. I can look back on them and just see how God has woven things, things that seem so important at the time and how they've come to fruition or how God totally did something extravagantly, the opposite or amazing. So yeah, those have become uh, a real help to me. And I, that's one thing I always encourage people to do is prayer journal, even if they don't love journaling, just a sentence or a verse. Mm. It's just really helpful. I like that. And so not just to journal, but to look back on it and reflect on it. Mm -hmm. That's really Mm -hmm. good. And then Mm -hmm. your favorite verse or one that inspires you lately, Mm -hmm. something that you could share to encourage people that are listening today. Yeah. So my favorite verse um, is actually Matthew 5, 44. And it says, but I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you and pray for those who spitefully use you or persecute you. And that verse actually came out of the depths of uh, a trial that I went through for about two years. And and really what God did, he didn't heal me. I was afflicted with something and he didn't heal me right away, but he actually helped me to realize that one of my problems was unforgiveness. And it was so massive to realize that. And so this verse has become such a, um, a hot, like highlighted in my life that I actually really, really, really need to forgive all the time, mm. uh, especially those who hurt me and my enemies. So, so yeah, that's a big one. That is a huge one. And not an easy verse. I'm like, yeah, no, no. no. That is, those are meat and potatoes of the Christian faith mm-hmm. of Absolutely. learning to forgive in those difficult circumstances. And Absolutely. that will really change our soul health. And as we today take the time to focus in on our soul, I hope, you know, everyone comes back after the break to hear our discussion about soul focus from your book and more about how, you know, going through those trials helped you to really bring healing, see healing in your soul, to let God heal those broken places and bring your soul into focus. Hi, I'm Melanie Stevenson, and my music pick for Soul H2O Radio is Joy Invincible by Switchfoot. Everything fell to pieces when my eyes met yours in the hospital. The communities, churches, and businesses that we love were built on a foundation of perseverance and on the backs of those who worked together. Because when we work together, we all go further. 
right now. For a limited time, Joy Radio campaigns go further too. Call Patricia at 905-845-2821 and find out how you can receive 50% more on your Joy Radio commercial campaign. Connect with Joy Radio's growing network of GTA Christians and get 50% more for a limited time. Email sales at joyradio.ca to learn more. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world. We are back with Melanie Stevenson. Melanie, we are, you know, really trying to help the listeners to get their soul in focus. And I think for us women, too often, we do not spend the time to really get our soul healthy, you know, and um, your book, Soul Focus, is, is such an amazing devotional that can help people to really get their soul in focus. And, you know, you titled this one Trials. And yeah, how, you know, what is kind of, what are some of the trials that you faced? I know some of them, but the listeners <laughs> don't. They really helped you to put your soul in focus. Yeah, for sure. Well, I I could go on, but <laughs> the biggest <laughs> one was um was I had um really debilitating back pain and I could in the end barely walk and I couldn't I could only sleep very short periods and um I became pregnant in the middle of it, so I couldn't really get proper help. I couldn't get surgery and mm-hmm. and really God brought me to my knees and when I cried out to him um, just asking him what it was. Like I said before, I referenced the forgiveness aspect and I had such bitterness in my life, which I don't mind saying. Um, yeah. And God really just showed me that I had a habit of being unfor- like not forgiving others. And so it took me on a journey of forgiveness that um, has been transformative to my faith. And really, like you referenced, is the, the kicker of the gospel, really. Uh, we've been forgiven so much and we need to do the same. And I think when we forgive, we are closest to the heart of God. And so yeah. my book, Trials, is really just talking about the different trials that we faced. I referenced some of them and including my back pain, but just really an encouragement to others, lots of verses in there and encouragements to others to know that, you know, when you're in a trial, it can sometimes seem so long, but that God is with us in it. And um, it's not always going to be our place. So, yeah. And I think your book is really good. I I love the format of it. I love, you know, what you've written, but there is a you know, this consistent format that helps people and brings their soul into focus. And so you start off with the scripture and then you have your devotion, but then you have these great soul focus questions. Yeah. So I, I slipped those in because as, as I talked about thinking journaling is so important and that's one thing that I always encourage people to do. So I made it easy for them <laughs> to give them a little <laughs> journal page to reflect. <laughs> so yeah. it's just little sentence starters. Yeah. Yeah, no, they are so great. And I do think, you know, at times when our soul becomes unhealthy, it mm-hmm. it's really difficult to, to get your thoughts uh, together and to focus, but your book really makes it easier to do that. I love that your first devotion is called Leaving Egypt. I love that 
you know, the continuity that helps people. And as you're going through it, and if people are going through trials, this is a great mm-hmm. devotion to use to help you, mm-hmm. you know, see that God can use those trials and, uh, and, and help heal your soul. So it was really in the midst of experiencing soul healing for you that this book came about. Absolutely. It really is the fruit of all of that pain and what I learned. And uh, I just thought, you know, God doesn't waste anything. He's an economist, right? So mm-hmm. I, I wanted to make sure that, you know, I could just put that forward to encourage others and maybe, you know, help uh, bolster their faith in the midst of their trials. Yeah. It seemed timely when COVID hit because a lot of people were facing, you know, the various trials and fears and it just uh, it kind of speaks into that. So yeah, that does. Absolutely does. Well, I mentioned in the first segment that you, you know, in your first year as an author last year, you debuted not one, but two books. And in the Word Guild Awards, uh, the Word Awards, you were chosen as the best Canadian new author of the year. And so Soul Focus and then your novel, One More Tomorrow, uh, mm-hmm. puts you as the number one new author of the year. How exciting was that? Oh, well, that was great. We, <laughs> when I found out, I, I, I cried on the phone. It was with you, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed. So, and so grateful that to be recognized mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah. Uh, and I know it's a, it's a piece of fiction. Uh, it's mm-hmm. not a true story, but I mm-hmm. love how God uses fiction to actually address a lot of uh, issues that you can, you know, instead of just teaching it or telling it, mm-hmm. this story and teaching woven into fiction is so powerful. And I think an area where a lot of us girls get our soul out of focus and hurt and wounded is in relationships. Mm-hmm. And this book really helps girls get a, a healthy soul attitude towards dating. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it, Katie, the main character, she's grappling with her faith and that whole dating process. You know, she wants to stay true to her faith. And she says, you know, I'm not going to date a guy that doesn't, you know, share my beliefs. Uh, But that proves to be a little more difficult than just, you know, choosing to do that. And then she's been hurt before, which complicates it. And, you know, she has her own baggage she's carrying. So it's kind of a a lovely sort of, in a way, not really coming of age, but definitely she's in university. And then we see her through about 10 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I won't give the ending away, but (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah. but I think there's a so. lot of great lessons and for girls mm-hmm. to be, you know, emotionally and soulfully healthy in the dating uh, realm of our lives. It's such an important mm-hmm. aspect of our lives, that relationship with other people. So really yeah. great stuff. You you give a lot for people to help, you know, get their soul healthy. And I know you want to give away a copy of each of your books. And so, you know, listeners, you can go on the show notes. There's going to be links to everything that Melanie does. And also, you know, Melanie, just share your website where people can find you. Yeah, sure. My website's Melanie Stevenson with a B.com. So Melanie Stevenson.com. Yeah. And if you question it at all, how to spell it, make sure check out the show notes. The links will all be there. Melanie, it has been so great talking to you. And I know that uh, your words have definitely helped people bring their soul into focus and to to really think about some things like forgiveness that they might need to to really, you know, work on to get to that soul healthy state. Yeah, well, it's been amazing to talk to you. Thanks so much for having me on. 
Thanks for listening to episode 45. I hope you take the time this week to bring your soul into focus and allow God to work in you to experience a greater level of soul health. Remember to check out today's show notes for deeper insights and links to win copies of Melanie's books. Come back next week for more Soul H2O inspiration here on Joy Radio. We appreciate your support to help Soul H2O Ministries continue and want to thank all of you who partner with us in making this Joy Radio show a reality so people can come and get refreshed. Thanks for listening to the Soul H2O podcast from Joy Radio in Toronto. Be sure to subscribe, then rate and share so we can reach new listeners around the world.